why did I just see Kim Kardashian announce the Super Bowl halftime show with Usher? Seriously, Usher, we don't listen to you, Usher, anymore. We listen to, um, like, Lil Yachty, and we listen to, um, like, Playboy Cardi, and we listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Come on, Usher. We're not a bunch of old women or men. There's an old man. Um, hello, welcome back um, to me. Say that to me. Comment that to me now. Say a comment. Say welcome back. Hit a like button. I'm glad to be back. Hello, poor people. And I'm sorry, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. That's just, I've been in an area surrounded by people who can afford $5 a month. And now I'm, I'm not used to you guys. I'm not used to you, but I'll get used to you if I have to. I don't like being around you kinds of people, but, you know, this is just, uh, how do you say, I'm just investing early. I'm investing early in you, and I'm sure you can make it out soon. Hi, Apple Pod. There's also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere where you can listen to a podcast. This episode right now is there and everywhere. And we're here to stay, baby. We really are. It's been a long time. It's been a long time for you, but not for me. I've been going strong. You know that. Um, but I know you've missed me. I know you have. I'm that I'm that warm warmth that you missed. I'm that warm corner in your room on a snow day in. That vent on the floor that you curl up around on a snow day, school's out. And you think of the possibilities in the hills you were you will slope that day. You're just cuddled on that carpet next to that hot, hot vent. And carpet, it turns out to be for poor people as well. That's why I'm saying that so that you know. And why is that? I just found that out like six months ago. Why wouldn't you want... Why don't the rich want just fuzzy little cotton between their toes at all times? I don't know. I think carpet should be for the rich. Hard wood, cold floors is not a fun thing. But I know you know that. You know that already. And I'm glad to be back. Back on YouTube, at least. We've been on Patreon for the past maybe 60 episodes. Six zero. Every single Wednesday. And ongoing. And still, after this episode, it'll still be going. We have a lot of fun there. We really do, and I'm not just saying that to make you feel left out, because I hate feeling left out. I really do. It's one of the worst feelings ever. Um, it sucks. It sucks to be left out. From 6th grade to about 11th grade. No, like 12th in that senior year, for, for those of you from the USA, and I'm wearing a sweater just to commemorate you guys. It's, uh, I tried out for every single, not every single team, but more than I should have. I was five foot two and 145 pounds with a body fat percentage of 35% up until ninth grade. That's what you classify as mm, a gamer, maybe. And I would try out for many teams because I wanted to belong to something, as you do as well. I really wanted to belong to something because when 2.30 hit and these sleeper agents woke up and took off their hoodies 
and showed their skinny little arms with their holding their skinny little sack lunches and left like the troops. I swear, I thought it was the military. I thought they were going to fight for our country. But really, they were fighting a neighboring school's um, track team, and they both sucked. And it was, and it just, uh, it was actually not as heroic as I thought. But it looked cool. It looked cool to belong to something that um, that that had a common interest. A uniform. The uniforms weren't great. Uh, they were kind of cool. Our color scheme was maroon and gold. And our mascot was the Trojans, like um, like the condoms or like the uh, the Roman Empire. That's, that seems to be trending. Is were the Trojans in the Roman Empire? I don't know because I'm not a racist history buff. I'm not I'm not part of the alt right, so I don't know anything before 2000. That doesn't exist to me because I don't I'm not interested in that. But I know how it feels to be left out of something, and how it's great to be feel to be. To belong to something. So I am going to have multi- um, multiple segues where I sort of try to push you to go there still. But look, we're here now. And if I can explain to myself real quickly why I had to leave you, please listen. And, I've, and I can talk about whatever I want because this is my podcast and, and you're listening to me talk f- and I can do whatever I want. You're not my boss. Basically, look, it's hard. It's scary. Everything's scary. It's scary to t- try something because um, other people want to try something, but they don't. So when they see you trying something, it's like, hmm, ah. And I am also, I also do that to people, many people. I do it actually a lot, and it's actually a lot of fun. That's the problem is it's a lot of fun. Um, and I just wanted to practice my podcast. I felt like I sucked. I felt like I wasn't clear about what I wanted and what I was doing. And I wanted to get better at it, but I didn't want to get better at it in front of um, fresh eyes every week. I wanted people who were literally investing in me, <laughs> quite literally, and um, were already liking what they saw before they joined. So to put it simply, um, I spent a lot of time practicing um, basically as the kids say, um, what do they call it? What's, what, what do they say when they, they go like blood is, um, waffling. Is that the one they say waffling? Oh my God. What is the word? I, I forgot it. And I don't know why they say blood. I thought that was a gang affiliated thing, right? Blood and crip. So are we going to start doing crip? I hope not. Um, but I'm dressed up. I'm dressed for the part. No, it's good. Uh, everything's good. I've been I've been over there. We have we have over sixty, actually over ninety episodes, including the archived ones, and um, had guests on a lot of solos. Had a couple dozen with um, some friends, and just kind of figured out what I was trying to do. And I'm glad to be back here. Now here's the structure for this podcast coming back out of character, free edition for you guys. First episode of the month, or this one, is going to be a solo. It's going to be me. And then the next three, so then for the next three weeks, are going to be Martin and I. If you don't know Martin, that Martin kid, we have a 
love child called Slushy Noobs on YouTube that we're having a lot of fun with. He's moving to Toronto in, in less than um, this Friday. So next Sunday, you will see us both talking over each other about God knows what. And we'll be doing that indefinitely. So please stay tuned for that. Or don't. Or um, if you like the solos more, then I'll be here once a month. And if you want more of those, then give me money. What is it? The Elon Musk, the Asian Elon Musk. Give me money. Give me money. Elon Ma. You know that one? But, um, yeah, I archived about half the episodes here on YouTube and Spotify and whatever because I was going through growth. I was showing you my growth. And I didn't want to grow in front of you anymore. Pause. <laughs> That's also what the kids say. I didn't want to grow because it's scary and a lot of it was really cringe. I went through every phase of a podcaster, which is disgusting. And I'm going through one right now and I hope I look back on this in disgust because you should never have the audacity to talk for an hour and assume people were listening. You really shouldn't. I took down about half of them. I, I tried to be an interviewer. I tried to be a thinker. Um, I thought I was, I don't know who I thought I was. Every week I put on a new mask. I took from various inspirations, podcasting and not, you could literally hear it. And it was very cringe. Um, but I put in my hundred hours and I'm here to, I have the audacity. That's all it is, is I'm just building up the audacity to, um, what is the word waffling? What is blood waffling about? Is that Man, this is gonna very this is gonna really annoy me. I don't know what it is. Please comment down below and I will definitely read your comments for sure. But yeah, I'll give you guys a bit of a QA uh catch up AR. AR? What's AR? AR is deaf um that sounds like it's for movies or something. I'm looking it up right now. Um, A&R, adult nursing <laughs> relationship. Oh, man. Adult nursing relationship, a type of erotic relationship, a type of sexual fetishism, suckling from the female breast as an expression of close... Wow! Of close intimacy and mutual tenderness. The relationship of both partners is based on equality. That's good. And mutuality, that sounds good as well. There exists a very old story called Roman Charity or Caritas Romana. This story is most known from the old paintings showing a young woman nourishing an old man who is imprisoned by suckling him. He's imprisoned. Wow, that's so weird and messed up simultaneously. And I would never, we're not going to get into that. If you're here for adult nursing relationship stay maybe when martin gets here we can work out something that works for both of us i would probably be the suckler but he doesn't have much to suckle on so i have no so we, i have to be the one that gets suckled um and i there's wow ooh, that's an image that i'm i don't want to think about that that's a lot just kind of some people just have that chest that shouldn't be suckled on. It shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be shown to a lot of people. 
I'm proud of my chest. I woke up today and um, look, it's easy to be happy. That's what they say, right? You just got to eat right. You got to be in the sun. You got to socialize every day. You got to exercise. You have to sleep well. You have to sleep before midnight. All the simple. You just got to drink water. You have to. It's um, it's pretty simple. How are you not getting this, guys? You have to have a good work-life balance. You have to have <clears throat> respect in yourself. You have to. I mean, it's pretty simple stuff. It's not hard. And every day I like to tack something on. I like to try something new. This morning I, I tried grounding myself. I heard about it getting your toes in the grass. Something about the ions and such. So I woke up bright and early, which is 9 a.m. for me. I live in downtown Toronto, very busy in the neighborhood. So a barefoot Middle Eastern man is, is, is like, a, I'm going to get chased. That's a catch. But I do it anyway. The nearest three by three block of grass near me is a, about a block away, and it's for dogs to poop in. So I get there nice and early, and I sit, and I take off my slides, and I just let my toes take it in. And then I just sit crisscross applesauce. And I could just see little dog turds here and there, but I don't focus on that because I'm bettering myself. This is what it's about. I'm grounding myself. And I kid you not, some lady in her chihuahua pulls up. And I had a second there where I could choose to walk away with a little bit of dignity. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know where I was at. Every day is a new day. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to let this chihuahua get in the way of me grounding my ions. So I stay put. And now I am eye level with this chihuahua who is pissing and shitting like 40 inches away from me. And I refuse to make eye contact with the owner. So I am just staring down her dog, crisscross applesauce, barefoot, um, with like, <laughs> with like one of those, uh, the water bottles that have like encouragement <laughs> that has encouragement at every like four ounces. Like, good morning. You're almost there. Finish the water. Finish the water. That was me this morning, guys. And um, look, the good thing about the city is I'll probably never see her again. I hope not. Might see her dog and that'll be that'll be more awkward than seeing her. And on my way home, ambulance, paramedic, walking into my building. I live in a, um, I don't know, to give you a, a visual aspect of my building, it's about three floors, like eight to ten units a floor. So it's there's a sense of not too many people, but it's also, it's not a triplex. And they're going in, and I know who they're going to. It's my neighbor right under me. I've been talking about this on the Patreon forever, so if you've been there, you know, I swear to God, there's a drug operation going on under my basement. 
And I know this because I let one of the clients in. What would you do? You're going to your apartment building. It's only a fob. That's the only way to get in. And a visual homeless man, a fully homeless man says, Hey, yo, bro, let me in. Like, I know my, my man lives in there. Please let me in. Fully homeless. I'm talking like, like a home without a home, unhoused. Do I be the cool guy and let him in and see what happens? Or do I be the Karen and, and not let him in? I let him in. And he went into that drug dealer's apartment and there is an ambulance here today. This is the life of a podcaster, guys. One minute you are, it's a stare down with a pooping chihuahua. And the next moment you're watching someone who possibly died because of you. Being a male podcaster is hard. It really is. And um, I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. I'm looking at my notes. I have these notes of things I want to hit. Topics that are on my mind. Very important things. Like Kim Kardashian and Usher and things like that. And I have one line that says, When MKBHD gets cornrows, we're all done for. I don't know. That's, that's kind of a complete thought already. So I don't know what else I have to say. I love his uh, reviews of technology and things like that. But I... Uh, uh, yeah, it's a complete thought, and it's here, and I have to say it because I wrote it down. I'm looking at my notes here. I got a short list of things that uh, I need to get to. Just throughout the week, things, you know. Did you ever used to do this? I remember summer break. I would write down, spring break, excuse me. I would write down things that happened because I would I would hate it when I came back to school and I forgot what I wanted to tell my friends. And that's what that's what's going on right now. And that's like spring break. It was more like summer break for us. Sorry, but I have a bullet point that's right here that says MKBH. When MKBHD gets cornrows, we're all done for. Now, that was probably just the thought I had a moment, and I wanted uh, at a moment, and I wanted to tell somebody. So, um, I don't know what I need to add on that, but I will say I do love his reviews. I think he's, I think he's a great YouTuber. I want to give a shout out to my mom right now because I know she's listening. And more specifically, I want to give a shout out to the my mom ha- has a job where she um, she's like a in-house like, you know, caretaker of someone with severe dementia. Like don't know what's going on. I'm o- I've always been a fan, not a fan of dementia. Wow, that's not a right word to say. I've always been, um, let's just say curious, okay? And my mom told me that for some reason or another, she likes to just play my videos, TikTok, slushy noobs, podcast, whatever, on this TV and forces this poor woman to watch it. This is hell. This is, wow. And I want to give a shout out to her right now. I can't stop getting her out of my mind because I know she's listening right now. So I'm trying to have like repeat a lot of stuff. Focus. This one's for you. Ah! And that was for her. That was like a, whoa, that was a hard reset. That's what it'll do. That's what you're supposed to do. 
I want to give a shout out to her. She's a sweet woman. Um, and I hope she's enjoying. I tried stand up once, uh, one time and one time only. That's all I needed to know. It was like an accident how I ended up there. I was going to see a friend try some stuff. And, um, I just keep bothering the like MC or whatever, the host, like, Hey, can I go up? Can I go up? Can I go up? Cause it was an open mic. He's like, sure. Sure, man, you can go up. So I write my name down and I wait in line. And I sit and I watch the shows respectfully. The comedian right in front of me is a trans woman. Okay, they got bits about being trans and they start their their stand-up with, uh, with, hello, I'm a trans woman. Second person, I kid you not, is a trans. Another trans woman starts their set with, Hello, I'm trans. What the heck? There's so many. Tra- I didn't know this. Multiple trans comedians at once. Then they go next up is Hamza. Now look, I got no problem with trans people, but the first thing I said when I went up there, I just felt right. I said, hello, I'm trans. Because what if there was not only two trans comedians in a row, but three and the worst thing happened, I got a, a roaring applause, a big round of applause, like in solidarity. And I was just stuck, so the f- only thing I could get out is, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And I'm doing this in front of trans people and like stuff like that. And so that didn't go very well. It didn't go well. It didn't. It didn't. And I tried to think of a bit to do. And this is why I just remember this. I, th- I tried to think of something quick. And all I could think of it was dementia. And I just went on this terribly insensitive. Um, just awful. Just the me, just no good. Uh, rant about people with dementia. I was like, I man, I'm going to try not to butcher it. But it was like basically... Try not to butcher it. What am I saying? <gasps> oh, oh, not comedian speak. This is gross. Oh my god! Wow, that try not to but it's already. But what is there not to butcher? That was gross. Um, uh, no, it's, I, I'm trying not to to paraphrase, but I was like, um, man, d- people with dementia, they're awesome. Um, they're just so happy all the time. They're like your dog. Like, your dog will just poop their pants. Man, I don't remember. It was not good. It was really bad. And now now I'm thinking about the sweet old lady who's listening right now. Um, Hi. And it was just a joke. And it was just a bad joke. I literally got booed off the stage. um, It was crazy. But it was fun. They don't tell you. As soon as you get up on that stage, there's a light straight in your eyes. And you forget everything. Everything is just wiped. But... It's all about trying new things. One day you're um, accidentally, you know, being a little transphobic on stage. And the next day, crisscross applesauce with the chihuahua. And another day, it's just, hey, I'm filling up this beanbag. I've been filling up this beanbag for three days. If this camera just fell down or, so, or zoomed out even a little, the entire floor is covered in like a quarter, these like, Oh my God, these 
beads, these foam beads that I filled this thing up with. They don't tell you how to fill up a, a bean bag. They don't tell you that when you buy a, a corduroy mustard yellow bean bags empty sack from Amazon, how to fill it up. That's kind of those things in life that you don't know. They don't teach you how to do grounding your ions. They don't teach you that. I filled this thing with blankets and pillows and it wasn't working. I had to pull it out, but there's still a bunch of beads. So when I pull it out, I spray it. Anyway, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's also not fun to do it alone because because then it's just insane. You look crazy. I live on the second floor of a very busy street, so there's always people walking by. And I need sunlight because I got these stupid plants, right? I need the sun. So I have all my windows open all the time. So I am... If you are just there, five feet away, you could see me so clearly. And I don't like to wear pants. So you see me in my my tight ass. In my I just got some sacks underwear, by the way. We made it. I got three of them. I don't have it for every day of the week. But they fit me nice. I'll say that. And they give me a little pouch. My jewels. And I, and I walk around with that. You could, If you found where I lived, you could watch me. In a pair of sacks, try to broom. I can't even broom these because they have the stupid static. So it goes like the opposite way. It's like backing up a trailer. You're just like, and then it's, you're done. There's no AC. You're losing your mind. But that's okay. I'm actually a very grateful person, I think. I'm more grateful than most. I'm very happy to be here. Just on the earth in general. And, um... You know, I could be one of those A&R people. It could be worse. That's actually not that bad. I think I probably know a couple of those A&Rs. Adult nursing relationship. That's so interesting. And wait, did it say it had to be lactating or not? Because that's a big one. Suckling from the female breast as an expression of mutual tenderness. No, there's no lactation. Okay. So this can happen any time of the year. It doesn't really have to be post-birth. Man, that's so interesting. Here's another definition. Another abbreviation. Adult, generally people doing this are women stimulating their breasts and having her partner drink the lactation. Oh, no. They do this by either having a baby or taking extra drugs to stimulate the ability to lactate. Wow. That kind of just kind of sucks. Good to just remove the barrier of entry really quick. You know, I thought any people who just knew each other well enough could get into this, but this involves giving birth. Would you give, is this a fetish worth bringing a child into this world so you could A&R for a month? I swear A&R meant something else. It has to. A&R. BNB? I don't know. Something. I'm not crazy. Please leave a comment down below, guys. But... Yeah, this video, this podcast is also sponsored by the Patreon, guys. So if you um, if you want to see more, and this will be on there also ad-free, um, then just just take them, like, you know, make your way over there. 
We don't have no HelloFresh. I don't support that stuff. HelloFresh is so funny to me because I I got it once because they tell you they're going to get like 40 free meals. The amount of waste produced to get you a risotto is insane. I was mind blown. They're just like flexing on Mother Nature, on Mother Earth. I It was like a clove of garlic, triple wrapped and then bubble wrapped. And then like put in a, like a straw. I don't understand why they're doing that. And that's for every single ingredient. Like they're sending me salt in a, just something that will never be recycled. This will be on earth forever. And you sent me a telegram of salt. I have salt. I have, who doesn't have salt? You don't got to do that. Also just the delivery process of food. It seems very counterproductive, I believe. And the, what I choose to do for food is actually, I don't know if America has this cause I do live in Canada, but every like mm, nine days or so, Uber Eats gives me five coupon codes that are 40% off of $40. Look, you have to add, you have to, it's, this is what it's about. Okay. I'm in my bachelor pad. I am not living large. I know you see these plants in the screen, but I is really not. If I put my hand right out off screen right here, about a foot away is the fridge. And why am I yelling? I need to tone it down. This way, if I walk two steps that way, I'm not even joking, maybe four feet less. I go to sleep in my uh, full-size mattress. And I did go full. I do recommend full. You don't need queen. People forget about full. It's great. It's a great size mattress. So I need to, um, let's just say, act poor before I really am poor. Before I can't afford a Patreon. Before I'm curled up next to my vent on a Christmas day. So they got this 40% coupon. And then there's hella restaurants that buy one, get one free. You can stack them. And, um, it's gross. It's gross. I ordered six burritos last night for like three and a half dollars each from like my favorite restaurant. Why did I, you know, I got a little Jeffree Star in me. So, uh, I do recommend that. It, it, that's what it is. It's just about being shamelessly, you know, people are eating tin fish or whatever. They've been, I hope they stopped. That seemed like it was a thing before. But just getting out of um, just being a little more shameless, I think it'll help everybody. I think the West is is too shamed. Everyone just feels shame not doing anything. I do. I'll tell you that. You think jerking off is fun? Sorry, 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 sorry. But I just feel shame constantly. And I know you do, too. So I'm telling you that I'm ashamed at all times. I'm embarrassed. Of just, um, just kind of like everything, dude. Like I just pooped before I got on here. Like right before I got on this mic, I pooped, right? I bought this bidet. It's fun. But it's hard to use a bidet without like douching yourself. And I want to make it clear when you douche yourself with a bidet, it is a... It's a conscious thing because you got to aim it right. So it's not like you turn it, it's just you have to get douche to clean. No, no, no. This is like 
when you go to sports clips and they, they're like, do you want the hot towel on your neck? That's what it is. I would love the hot towel. Douche my ass. So I've made a very bad habit of being in a <laughs> being in a constant state of douche, man. And it's it's messed up. That's why I feel some of my shame because it's like, what am I prepping my my little ass for? I don't know. But I know it feels clean and I feel good and I sit down and I have confidence. But there's a little bit of shame in there of like, hey, pre- hey pretty boy, what you prepping your little ass for? That's what I say to myself. And I'm just like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. Those are the douche voices. And uh, look, and I, and I think proper douching, you got to do some sort of saline solution. Look, I don't know. I'm not into all that. I'm on Church Street. I see it all. I'm pretty sure I've seen people douching on the street. I think homeless people just douche. Am I using this right? I'm saying the word so much. It sounds like uh, Kung Fu Panda when he says douche. Oh, man, if that's a douche, then what's a douche? <laughs> that's probably like, whoa. Let's stay away from that. I think we'll get to that next episode. I need I need another voice here to, to bounce ideas off. And this is why also solo podcasts don't really exist, if you, if you ever notice that. Number one, it, it's, um, it's an insane thing to do. Try it. I mean, I'm sure it's fine to try. But it's, um, you have no one to check you, so you can it gets slippery quick, you know. It does. That's why I have a segment on the Patreon where I do have a little advice segment where people could send in their dilemmas and I solve them at a very, like I succeed a lot at it actually. So for this episode, I'm going to leech off of the Patreon DMs, but if you want to be on the next episode of out of character advice segment, send in a little one of your problems. DM out of character pod. Wait, let me make sure I get the at on Instagram, right? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. DM the Instagram account out of character pod. That's right. With your dilemma. Give me your, give me your height, not your height. Give me your um, age, maybe your gender, where you're from. We're trying to paint a picture here so we can really help you out here here on out of character podcast here 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 how many times can i say that word i don't know okay here we go dear hamza i just graduated and i have a full-time job in engineering in my college town i didn't want to go back to my parents back home and live with my parents My college town is small and there are slim chances that I will get a boyfriend here. I feel guilty for not moving back home and like I'm not grateful enough. I want to move to a bigger city, but I'm scared to ask at work. And my roommates now are really cool. Have been binging the pod to make me feel better. Oh, that's very nice. Sorry, I read that in a kind of jumpy uh, cadence. But um, man, that was so jumpy. I can't even register what I just said. Here's my advice. It's got to get a little stickier before you find it worth bouncing. That's the truth. That's when it's hard to make a big move, big change. When it's like, I don't know. 
this is fine. Why, why would I leave? This is not terrible. It could be better over there. It could. But I know it'd be worse before it gets better. And and it's like, why would I, why would I do this move? Look, here's what I say to you. Tell your job. Do some big old bluff. Go to your roommates. Tell them you love them and pitch them on the idea. Then do a semester in Spain? Wait, you're not in school. Dang it! Okay, basically all my advice leads to a semester in Spain, so this is not going to work. Um, but really, no, I think you should actually make the jump. Do it. Um, you're doing an engineering job? Yes. About the boyfriend, um, I don't know how small the town is, but it's true. It's hard to find a boyfriend in a small town. When you're just a little girl in a little town and you want a big city boy, then you got to go to the big city so they can see you. You can't spoof your location on hinge and think that's enough. You got to be at boots on the ground. You got to be in those stinky bars and and ordering those carpaccios. What's a carpaccio? Hey Siri, carpaccio. We're going to find out. Carpaccio, carpaccio. I don't know, man. I think it has octopus in it. You got to get in the carpaccio. Engineering's fun. You'll be everywhere. You'll find a job, inshallah. Don't worry, I believe you. And But good roommates, that's probably the toughest one of it all. Because good, good roommates, that's really something. That's something to treasure. That's like family. That's your family, essentially. So I would say... Um, I would say flip a coin. I don't know. Why are you asking me? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I wish you the best, and, and I really think you should make the move. Really. I think, especially for the youngers, the youthful people, people with a little bit of sparkle in their eye, I think being around in a, in a you know, population-dense area will do you good. I think so. I, got, I met a chihuahua this morning, you know. My neighbor died. It's a lot of fun. Hey, Hamza, I literally just moved into my place for uni and my bedroom door is stuck, so I can't get in until someone comes and fixes it. Do you consider yourself lucky or unlucky in general? <laughs> do you consider lucky or unlucky in general? And if the latter, how do you deal with it? Thank you, boy. That was a really like professional question. I don't know how you just did that. You're going to do good in college. I could tell. You're a smart person. How did you do that? I need to learn this. So you, it's like a distraction. You did a... Huh. It's like an exam. It's like a, you're setting me up for an essay or something. Here's my answer to that question. I feel so lucky all the time. I feel so lucky. Like, so lucky. Not lucky in a way where it's just moments of realization of I'm grateful. I feel the most lucky when something bad happens. If that makes sense. Because I'm very quick to be like, at least it's not that. I feel lucky at every decision I make. Um, I have I I don't have a problem with regret almost ever because I'm just like I'm making the best choice I can right now. This is the what I'm seeing as the best. There's nothing else I can do. There is nothing else I can do. So I think um, 
I think regret and feeling unlucky is tied. I believe so. If you regret a lot of things and you feel unlucky, kind of, because it's just like, it's kind of like you picked the wrong luck. So if you feel unlucky a lot of the times, I think maybe trying regret, trying to tone that one down a bit, be patient with yourself, and um, just be kind of uh, grateful for what you got. There's always something, I'm sure, whether it is that low-income carpet next to your vent or it's just me coming back on this YouTube uh, thing, you know. I don't know. You could throw a rock to someone who was going through the same thing as you. If only, you you know, y'all will vocalize about it. That, uh, otherwise, you'll never know. So, and I just, I don't know where I got that from, but I bet it was one of those paintings that those Ninja Turtles are named after. I hope so. I like those guys, those turtles, but, um, and they're artists as well. So I would just, um, just try to get to the root cause of it. I think, uh, yeah, I think regret is a precursor, I think, to feeling unlucky. But, uh, just try to be grateful. And that's a very active process. It's a, uh, it's a forceful thing. It's not, it's like drinking water, you know, at first. <clears throat> When you're drinking water, oh my God, did I already do this analogy on Patreon? Sorry, guys. But it's like drinking water, you know. At first, when you want to get into that stuff, you're forcing it down your throat, quite literally. And then eventually, it's just there all the time. I love these water analogies, you know. Water analogies are a lot of fun. But that's it for advice, guys. Thank you for writing those in, and thanks for being so vulnerable, man. That's awesome. I was going to get a haircut for this episode. I walked down Church Street because this is where you want. This is where you want to be for a good haircut, you know. And I walk into this one just full of Filipino gay men. And I was like, hmm. This could be the start of something awesome. This could be, you know, something new for me that I can... uh, a new friend in my life, in my ecosystem. I got my, got my neighbor, got my chihuahua, and now I got my gay Filipino barber, and that would have been great. And then I looked in the mirror and just thought about it for a second. Look, my hair is at that point where it's like dream, where dreams at. Dreams got, it's like, it's like he's never been here before. This is uncharted hair for him. You dream. Shea moisture. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Some curling. I don't know, dude, but you look like you've never had this hair before. And we can all see it. Find God and get, find your Filipino, you know, find the Filipino when you get a barber, figure out what's going on. And that's what I feel like right now. So I'm a little bit projecting dream. So I'm sorry. But I'm at that point where you see me and it's like, you've, you haven't been here before. My sideburns are long. I tried sideburns. I said it was a sideburn summer, but the leaves are falling. These mutton chops got to go. And my hair's not thick enough really to, um, man, I'm sorry, guys. Not everything is about looks. Here's a piece of advice for you guys really. And take this one in. Okay. If life was a, about looks, then the most attractive people will be the presidents. 
look around, call your governor, ask them, hey, what would you do? Would you rather model or would you rather be a governor? And they would definitely say public service. That's because public service is number one. Thank you guys for being here. It's so good to be back. And I'm excited for the new era of Out of Character with, with my good friend Martin. And if you want to see more solos or the archive, um, there's over 30 archived episodes. Guests, people I talked to. There were some that I was like, man, if you want to see me try to justify Emma Lou's behavior, man, that's where you got to go. So we've got archived episodes. We've got, um, yeah, solos for the past. It's it's a it's very personal to me. What's what's on there? It's my whole life, basically. And you could have my whole life for five dollars a month, and for another five, I'll show you a piece of my body that not a lot of people get to see. Thanks for listening, guys, and um, see you next week. Bye bye.